It's time for the movie raid, and tonight's victim is actor Lyric Bent that played in numerous films such as Saw 2, 3, and 4, and countless others. Hello. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Ah, everything and everything. Everything and everything. Keeping yourself busy? Always, always. That's what it's all about. Keeping busy, keeping people entertained. <laughs> if I'm not doing that, I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> it's like, if I'm not doing anything, I'm not going to do it at all. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> so, how you been? I'm doing awesome right now. Extremely usual, keeping the people entertained, right? Certainly try, right? Yes, sir. That's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's uh, what's your new projects going on, man? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh gosh, um, well, my uh, my people they got me busy. I just wrapped up um, the book of Negroes that we shot uh, top of the uh, top of the year in South Africa and uh, in Canada, and um, we're excited about that. It's going to be epic. It's a uh, very important story that basically lets us all understand the true meaning of love story. Uh, is it a little bit like 12 Years of a Slave, if I got that correct? It's not like the 12 Years of Slaves because um, this is truly a love story that we've never seen in cinema before, you know, with the with with backdrop of slavery and uh, understanding, you know, that there, there was a lot of love going on during those times and that, um, you know, families were torn apart and people basically, you know, uh, overcame obstacles in order to, you know, maintain that love that they had for each other. And, and we get, we get, a, we get a, a nice chance, a great opportunity to see that with, uh, with the Book of Negroes. And uh, I think people are going to be very, uh, very much informed and entertained by this project. And it's, it's so refreshing and so different. Like I said, it's not been, it's not been out there ever before in any film that anyone's watched in, in this genre. So very happy about this project, very excited about it, and I, I think people are really going to uh, embrace this one very well. Very nice. And uh, How long has, uh, has that actually been taken as far as production goes? Well, it, it was a six-month production. Uh, it's a six-part miniseries that, that took a lot of effort, great talent to, to, to bring together, and I think I think it was, it was executed very well. Nice. Tell us a little bit about your part. I play character Shakura Diallo, who is the love interest of Aminata. You follow our journey from being taken from Africa as young kids uh, across the waters to the Americas, separated after being sold, and then spending the rest of their lives trying to stay together and seeing the uh, incredible persistence in you know the two characters and the strength of a of a, of a woman during that time and what she goes through and, and, and how she stays, you know, positive and alive and, you know, optimistic. And um, it's a beautiful story. I really don't want to give too much away because I don't want to, I don't want to be the, the spoiler of a, of a great uh, film, but uh, it, it's just the topic alone is, is interesting on many levels, the storyline. It's like a notebook meets, you know, 12 Years of Slave. Oh, nice. It's like Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or even sleepless in Seattle. But <laughs> so uh, the, 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 these characters, uh, yeah, they, 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 it was sleepless. It was sleepless for sure in terms of you know trying to find each other and wondering where they were all right, if they were alive, if you know what I mean. So they were sleepless many nights. Yes. It seems uh, they're getting more hits as far as a financial point of view with miniseries than an actual full-length film. Yeah, well, miniseries makes sense. Uh, miniseries are making a comeback. Uh, just like MOW, we want to see full, rounded stories. Uh, sometimes a, a film isn't enough time to tell a proper story for you to really invest in the characters. So what a miniseries does is it allows you to invest in the characters and fully understand 
where the characters are coming from so that that you know connection could be made if you have ideas in making movies or films that don't stray away from miniseries because they have a place gives you the opportunity to learn what the character is where they are uh, where they're going and depending on the situation absolutely and um, miniseries just lends to that a lot better and I'm, I'm glad we made this a miniseries you know the book of negroes a miniseries as opposed to a film which is what it was uh, originally it was supposed to be a film yeah we we, we totally captured the full essence of the story so that people will walk away feeling satisfied as opposed to wanting more and they will want more but they'll be satisfied with what what's given excited about that and um after wrapping that up uh we we got ourselves we got ourselves um involved in um the Aaliyah project the beautiful army princess that passed away in a hor- horrific uh, airplane crash at a very young age so we, we we've told the biopic of her story and we've had a an interesting time with that because so many people love Leah and it, it's such a sensitive subject matter for a lot of people so uh, I know there are a lot of people out there who were you know disappointed or upset with us making the project but uh, we, we, we told a very beautiful story and we, we kept it as authentic as we could without glorifying anything or exploiting anything that that wasn't meant to be, if you will. So we just wrapped that up, and um, we're, we're happy about that as well because I think we, we did a good job in executing her story and, and bringing to light the type of talent she was. And I think the fans, even the ones who were a little bit disappointed, will will enjoy you know the, the, the film as well. When it comes to that, do you think a little bit of lack of dedication when it comes to filmmaking, like making biopics, uh, a, lot, a lot of the reasons, of course, making the money, and uh, a lot of the reasons is to exploit. Yeah, I mean, who knows why things are the way they are, you know, in, in, the, in the film industry. I mean, when you, when you decide to make a, a project, when you decide to make a project, you, you have to understand there's, there's lots of reasons why um, things could be a sour sour taste, if you will, in people's mouths, and you can't really worry about that. You just have to follow your your vision, follow your your belief, and go with it. Yeah, it seems there's a there is commitment, but there is no real dedication, and there is dedication, there's no commitment half the time. And and you you got to try and balance the two. It, it's a fine balance, and you just got to try and balance the two, and be respectful in the story that you're telling, so that you have as, as little resistance as possible. Yeah, you know, but it's it's tough. You can't please everybody, but. If your intentions are pure, I think the message will come across accordingly. Because it's a little insulting at times. It's like if a famous actor or even a musician or painter dies recently, and no less than, let's say, a couple months to a year's time, then they just suddenly make a movie about them. And it's like you can't yeah. just let it rest for a while before you even start exploding like that. Not only that, you don't have the full facts. You don't know exactly who this person was unless you actually knew this person from you know childhood. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I think with what we've done with the Aaliyah project is we um, the producers anyway they were invested they know a lot about her history and her her journey and they've done their homework and like I said uh, this film isn't to exploit her but it's it's to show her and present her the way the world knew her and you know give you some sort of an insight on you know how she became this incredible talent in such a short period of time um, it wasn't about you know controversy or or fabrication or anything like that it's really everything that we've loved about her is what we basically you know wanted to tell you know the fans how she got to where she did in, in, in such a short period of time 
because she was a great talent. And like I said, I, I'm happy with it, and I hope the fans embrace it. At least look at it to then, you know, critique it or judge it, if you will, because they have the right to do that. We make it for them, and you know, they'll 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 make their own opinions about it after after they see it. I think they'll be happy with it. Give and so so that's one of them, like one of the many things I'm doing. I just I just signed on uh, Twelve Monkeys. I'm sure you remember the film. 95 film. Certainly do. 12 Monkeys. So we just signed on to that. We, uh, we're in the middle of shooting that right now. Um, it's a great project. Uh, highly anticipated. Great cast. Great script. So it's uh, it, it won't be disappointing. So we're in the middle of that right now. And other things in the works. Like I said, if I'm not doing what I love to do, then nothing ain't happening, right? So. Well, of all the roles that you play as, uh, do you actually take future notes on your previous role to make a, a better role on your in your current role that you're doing? New roles? Um, no, not at all, because, well, let me not say that, because sometimes um, you got to understand that what we do is, it, it's a pure art, and you try to come from a pure place, and you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't judge it, and you don't compare it, you just take it for what it is, and, and live it, and so, uh, like life, you learn lessons, and like these characters we play, uh, there are lessons to be learned from past characters, if you will, and you can definitely use that and, 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 and have a better understanding of what you want to portray to your, uh, to your, to your audience. Uh, so it, it all depends on uh, who you are. Personally, I try to personally take the character for, for what it is, um, based on how it's written. When written well, then you can breathe life into it uh, with no worries or concerns, misleading uh, your, your, your audience. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can be honest with you know, the character. Uh, and you can just totally embrace it and dive into it and, and give it life. Uh, you don't want to be, well, I don't want to be thinking about, oh, how I did it with this last character, and this is how, you know, uh, a character of this type should behave. Then you're playing mind games. Uh, I don't know. For, for, for each actor, it's different. Um, so there is no wrong way. Uh, it's just your way. And whatever it is that you need to do to make it believable for the audience, you do it. Audience doesn't care about your journey; they just want the result that uh, they're looking for, and uh, that's all that matters. It's all about the audience, and I have incredible respect for the audience, and I think most actors do. When you stop having respect for the audience, that's when you find yourself in trouble because you make it about you and and your quote unquote talent, and uh, you know you, you you then start to not care about what your audience thinks. We do what we do for the audience, and so I personally make sure that. I, I keep it honest, keep it, uh, keep it true, so that when they want it, they can relate. Because what we do is to also help, not entertain. You know, we want people to understand that, wow, somebody understands what I'm going through, and yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, this is how I feel, how I can possibly, you know, overcome based on what that character done. So we have, a, we have a responsibility, and, uh, you know, that responsibility is a fine line, <laughs> depending on who you ask, but I, I think it's pretty simple. What we put out there is very powerful as images, and we want to, sure that people can relate to it so keep it real keep it real and keep it honest and you know if you got like it's got to take it from somewhere else take it if you don't need to you don't need to it's different for everyone yeah everyone has their own way everyone has a, a different different style of how they want to do a character and of course there's you're all, you're going to have all kinds of groups of different types of actors there's the ones that are greedy there's the ones that are uh, self-conscious and of course that's always going to come into place regardless of what role because uh, you want to get that role out there you're, as best as you can, you want to try to show them what this character is, even if it's a the mi most minor character of the whole film. It doesn't even have to be a, a star in role or co co-star in role. You're there, 
uh, if you're the one handing out pamphlets or something, man, you'd be the best damn pamphlet holder out out there. Well, absolutely. I mean, like for instance, Saw Saw Four was the, you know the, the, the movie that I ended up starring in. But when I did Saw Two, I, I almost didn't do that project because I auditioned for something else that I really wanted, and you know. I didn't get it, and uh, I was told how great I was, but, and I was sick and tired of hearing the buts, and my ego pretty much got in the way, and I was like, I'm not interested, not interested in what you want to offer me, you know, the rake character, uh, because I thought it was an insult to my uh, my talent, and I was bothered by that, and I and I told my agent, I'm not interested in, in, in their other character that really doesn't have a lot to say, but is in 80% of the film, you know, and I would have probably walked probably walked away from it if it wasn't after hours and my agent would have called and said no nah, we're gonna we're gonna just pass on it but i dropped my ego at some point and said listen dude you have an opportunity to do something you know do it take what's given and make it into what you need it to be you know be honest with it find substance in what might just seem to be a character that's just there okay well if he's there give him purpose why is he there why would they have him in 80% of the film and not say anything if there wasn't any importance? If there is no importance, give it importance. That was a learning point for me. And, uh, you know, looking at myself in the mirror saying these words to myself is what made Saw possible for me. So based on what you just said, absolutely. You, you have to give the character purpose. And that's the job of the actor, you know, to give the, to give the character purpose. You as a talent, you as the life giver, give it reason, give it purpose, give it life. And the type of life where people watch and relate. Something's going on with that guy, I want to know more. And it led to me doing three of these films and starring in the fourth one. So I'm really you know, happy that I was able to do that and I continue to check myself in that way. And to any actors out there, never feel like, you know, like any role is too small or you're too big for a certain roles. Do something with what's given. Uh, do you think it's beneficial in television than in film? Because there's there's a lot of pros for uh, television, and there's a lot of cons as well. But there's so a lot of actors are going toward television due to either budget or maybe just great roles. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> this business is very interesting. It's a very interesting business, and at the end of the day, you got to know where you fit in. You know, especially with talent, got to know where you fit in, and. I kind of leave all that stuff alone, you know, I kind of leave that alone and just stay focused on what I'm there to do. You know, the actors have ups and downs when it comes to the financial part of the business. Uh, everybody has this, but do you think, uh, what do you think is the smart way to uh, stay above ground but still be in the, in, the, in the business at the same time? Man, that's, a, that's an interesting question and it's so loaded because it's so different for so many people. Like I said, the journey is it's one thing. You know, that everybody, they're on their own journey. Because I don't want someone to think that I'm, 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 I'm better or mightier than that. It's one of those things where you, you just got to know why you're in the business. And I thought it was a norm. That's just how it worked. You, you're, you're in a business for a certain reason. Whatever that reason is for you, you do what you do, what's, you know, accordingly to why you're in it. So you got to make decisions. You don't have to do anything in the business. You do what you want to do in this business. And if it means you don't work as much, then so be it. But you have to be able to swallow that pill to know that, okay, if you're only going to do certain things that you stand by, then that's what it is. If you just want to do whatever comes your way, then so be it. Like I said, there's no wrong way in this business. But if you have an idea and you trust that that idea is what's going to keep you working, keep you grounded, you know, keep 
mean you don't work as much, which means you don't make as much money. And so you got to be able to live with that. And uh, that's kind of like how I am. Uh, you know, I, I have to like what I look at in the mirror. And so I'm totally okay with making those choices of not doing a project because it's not what I want to do. But like I said, I thought that was the norm. I thought that's what everybody does, you know, because a project is offered to you doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, it's tough to pay your bills, and, but uh, are you going to sacrifice a career now because you need the money, or are you going to build a career and walk away from the money because you're in it to win it, you're in it for the longevity? You know, these are questions you got to ask yourself, and myself or anybody can't tell you or dictate to you, and if, and if that's the case, then you're, you're, you're sheep being led, and at some point you're going to fall off when things to be of no substance to anybody anymore, and they'll just drop you. But if you if you got in your own career and your own vision of what you want for yourself in this industry, you got to make these decisions and then you got to let everybody around you understand what your vision is and they got to buy into it, uh, as opposed to the other way around. You're looking seriously to get into this industry. You have to understand where you fit in and who you are in the industry. And don't let the industry dictate to you because then you're in a lot of trouble at that point. You got you to gotta know yourself first before you can know where you're, you're going to be in this business. Well, there you go. Go ahead and plug in anything that you'd like to uh, go ahead and uh, mention your current projects, uh, any websites you'd like to plug, any release dates, anything like that. Uh, go ahead and feel free yeah, to just share. Just check me out. Just check me out anywhere you want to find me or see what's going on with me. You know, Instagram, it's just lyric bent. Everything is lyric bent. Simplicity is, is perfection. So, you know, keep it real simple. Lyric bent with the Twitter stuff, with the Twitter handles, with the other day. Instagram, if you want to hit me up on Facebook, it's at Lyric Band. Movies are coming out. Book of Negroes is coming out in February 2015, Black History Month. It's it's going to be educational for every and anybody who watches it. It's going to be inspirational for anybody who has a heart and understands what it is to love and to be loved. Uh, um, 12 Monkeys is coming out early next year as well, around March. So look out for that on Sci-Fi sci-fi channel. Aaliyah is coming out on Lifetime early next year as well. I don't have the exact date, but just jump online and just look up Leah Project, you know, release date on Lifetime. All that stuff will be posted. And uh, you'll all be entertained and see what the kids are doing. And I, I thank all the fans, all the supporters, you know, for over the years that's kind of been following and watching what I've been doing and, you know, having a lot of positive things to say and some negative, but, you know, we ain't haters. We like everything we hear because it makes me better, it makes me stronger. Uh, I appreciate it. Love you all, Foy. And I'm doing my very best to make sure that you're, you, you continue to be entertained and, and, and informed. So, you know. I don't know. If, if you need anything more, go to my website, maybe, lyricbank.com. I don't know. What more do you want, Mike? <laughs> I want your soul. Give me your soul. That'll... <laughs> we keep it simple, baby. Keep it simple. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. That is Actor Lyric Bent.